When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. No. Sports, yes. All right, give it to me. It's all the sports knowledge you need. The Outbound Show with Bo Bounds. It's all the hot takes, great guests, and your calls. It's nonstop sports 24-7. Ready to deliver the awesome. The Zone, 105.9. And at thezone1059.com. And good morning. Welcome in. Mike D is all, always awesome. Good stuff on the uh, on the NFL. Show is brought to you by Fleetway Market. Fuel up at Fleetway Market. At any of their locations, including Gluckstadt, uh, Flowood, Dogwood, right there. And uh, Highway 51 in Madison over there by MRA, among many other locations. And they have the Market Cafe in Glugstat, fuel up at Fleetway Market. Good morning, welcome in. Out of bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. We have uh, football getting cranked back up as far as NFL news, conference realignment, or (laughs) defections, consolidation, expansion. Depends on where you are in the whole deal. Uh, But Southern Cal and UCLA shook up the college football world a couple of weeks ago, and they'll continue to. Um, and I like it. I mean, I think it looks pretty cool for the Big Ten to grab that. It puts a little sizzle in the Big Ten, which had become a really boring conference. And and maybe they can, you know, get things going once again. They do have, according to most, the best quarterback in the country, in C.J. Stroud, or C.J. Stroud slash Bryce Young. There'll be some others that will uh, chip around at that, I guess, throughout the year. Uh, hard to be bad at Alabama. It's really hard. You know, ask Greg McElroy. <laughs> I was literally thinking that. So Alabama announced they're doing this. To, uh, they're doing this like national championship thing, and Greg McElroy is like the big guest because it's about the first title that Saban won at Alabama, right? So right. They're doing this big like football kickoff, and McElroy's there. And I was just thinking, like, what a gig, dude! Be the first QB. Savings QV and, and win a title, handing it off 85 times a game. Come on. What a gig. Is Jay Barker reincarnated? What's going on here? It basically <laughs> was. It was. Uh, and look, he's going to live off that, and I don't blame him. And he should, yeah, you absolutely. Know, he's got the gig in Birmingham and with ESPN and everything else. So Milk it. Uh, Jay Barker didn't 
milk. It got in a little trouble recently. I'm not going to get into that. Um, all right, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. And the show is brought to you by Chris Corley and Chess Woods with uh, Angel Oak Home Loans. They'll shop the best rates for you. Chris Corley and Chess Woods, uh, Angel Oak Home Loans. And did I mention the Open Championship this week? We mentioned it earlier, but we can mention it again. Brought to you by Edwin Watts Golf Shop on County Line Road and Live Oaks Golf Club. Uh, We'll have an Open Champion on Sunday, but it should be a lot of fun to, even if you don't binge watch it, but just kind of monitor it on Thursday, Friday, Saturday. The course is amazing. St. Andrews has all the history and tradition you could ever want. And they're going to drink Guinness and party and Jameson and everything else. Uh, If you want to feel like you're there, you can go to Fleetway Market or Corner Market grocery stores and get a Jameson ginger and lime cocktail in a can. Like where you're going. I'm just saying it's my favorite one they make. It is your favorite one. so good. It is your... You you should be... The spokesperson? Well, because you look so Irish. That's That's a compliment. You should be... Yeah, the ja- the Jameson ginger and lime cocktail in a can. Yeah, you should be one of their brand ambassadors. My pitch could be Jameson ginger and lime cocktails in a can. So good, even I look good with them. Ah, that's pretty good. All right, I know what a sale. Yeah, you can. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> uh, again, the show is brought to you by Edwin Watts Golf Shop on County Line Road and Live Oaks Golf Club. And MRE football will be on ESPN 105.9 The Zone this fall. Are they going for like a six-peat or something like that? No, they've <laughs> won three in a row. I don't. Doing their best Jackson I prep. I handicapped in- it enough. <laughs> um, you know, I don't know. That's that's a lot of variables with 10th, 11th, and 12th graders. <laughs> yeah. And trying to get them on the same Somebody page. gets broken up with. It totally yeah. Changed. <laughs> <laughs> Prep has a new coach. Jay has a new coach. First time in how long that Prep has a new coach? Well, they they had one last well, year. And he only lasted that's true. a year. That's true. But but I guess the the era of dominance not only over but officially over. Yeah. <laughs> well, look, Ricky Black uh, will go down as one of the best high school football coaches in the state of Mississippi. Yeah. With what he did at Tupelo, and um. Jackson Prep, and I'm sure there were some stops before then, but I didn't follow yeah. all that. He obviously spent a couple of years with Jackie Sherrill at Mississippi State before Prep hired him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they hired a guy, whatever. I'm not going to get bogged down in that. It didn't work out. And now they have, they've hired a guy who people really like, and and, and Jay made a good hire. So um, MRA and Herbert have been on a roll. Uh, both both Madison schools captured the championship trophies this past year, which is crazy and overdue. Yeah, MRA and and Madison Central both won it, so that means everybody around them wants it back uh, mm-hmm. or want want to take it out of Madison County. Absolutely. Uh, whether it's Prep and and JA or maybe there's another one somewhere else. Uh, I don't know who that be. It, it had to be like Heritage or something that maybe could muster enough, but. And then on the flip side with Madison Central, you know damn well that Brandon, mm-hmm. Startville, Oxford, Oak Grove. Big boys. Programs like that. Big boys. Would like to take that trophy out of Madison County. You mentioned people like the prep coach, and it made me laugh because I thought about this. I, and I well, he's getting along with the assistants. They, they've got a bunch of guys that had been with Ricky for a long time. That's a tough thing to ask. And so... Yeah. 
you know, he he understood the deal walking in. But it makes me laugh because to say, uh, you know, people like him. Uh, is there anyone who's beloved more than a brand new head coach? No. I mean, Joe Moorhead was was God walking on water no. <laughs> until they started playing football. It, you know, yes, you're I, right. I love that. I love new coach, new quarterback, unknown. The, press, talk, the press conference. We talk man. about the drafts, like the Jets. The Jets love the draft. The Lions. Ha- happiest day of the year. But look, when we were out in Vegas at the draft, running into Lions and Jets and Texans fans. Hilarious. Hilarious. And I'm just sipping on a beverage wherever yeah. we were going yeah. and – I'm just enjoying it. I'm mm-hmm. not that gung ho either way. I don't really care. Don't lie. You fa- you face painted day one. <laughs> I don't care really who goes where. I was excited to see Charles Cross go top ten because that's awesome. That's very awesome. Other than that, and I hated to see Matt Corral fall, but he did go to Carolina in the third round. We'll see if it works out. But the point is, they were so excited. It's their that Super Bowl. first lunch that we ate at that. French restaurant yes. right across from the Bellagio. Yes. And we ran into those Lions fans. It was like Christmas. Yeah. And I'm la- I'm sitting there going, you know, you have the kneecap biter mm-hmm. as your head coach. Yeah. But everything's new, but we're, we're drafting the savior. I know. Here we go. We're we're about to get the guy who flips the franchise. Yeah. I don't, we, even, I don't even remember who they drafted. We've been trying to draft the, uh, Aiden Hutchinson. Remember? Oh, Defensive the end rusher out of from Mich- Michigan. Well, enough, just like Joe Burrow is an Ohio guy who went to Cincinnati. Aiden's a Michigan guy who went to Detroit. He's yeah. a hometown hero, baby. And he'll probably get you half a win over the year. Yeah, over <laughs> I, six years. I hate to say that. It's, that's, that's, I'm sure he's gonna, he could be great, but it just it's funny. I love New yeah. we, we love State I mean, Ole Miss. He's probably going to be a good player, but, yeah. but there's a lot of good. It's different than college. Correct. There's a lot of good players in the NFL. But like when Ole Miss blows out Troy to start the season, it's gonna be national championship. I love. I just love the new. It's like the un- you know right yeah. when you're on the cusp of new. Well, it's, it's Jackson like- Dart. Yeah. No, it's Luke Altmaier. Uh, well, but Jackson Dart was the new guy. That's true. And so we went through that new true. ninety uh, days of new. Shea Patterson. Yeah. Same thing. It was oh here comes the savior. Everybody's great until no, they have the to play. Savior. <laughs> Everybody's great until they have to actually line up and play. Well, until an Alabama edge rusher. Or an LSU edge rusher or an AM edge rusher. Put you six feet down. He's coming at you <laughs> on third and seven with his ears pinned back. It's all kicks and giggles until then. We're live in the Bank Plus studio. Bank Plus, it's more than a name, it's a promise. David Johnson, Rebels 247. He'll stop by at 9 30 on the Corona Premier Guest Line. I have to tell you about this game-changing product I use before a night out with drinks. It's called Z-Biotics. Let's face it, after a night out with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to, and I have to make a choice. I can either have a great night or a great next day, and that is until I found Z-Biotics. Every time I have a Z-Biotics before drinks, I notice a difference the next day. Even after a night out, I can confidently plan on hosting this show and being awesome without worry. Look, I won't lie. I was a bit on the fence about Z-Biotics initially, but then while hanging out with friends over cocktails, I gave it a shot. And believe me, it is the real deal. Go to zbiotics.com slash OOB to get 15% off your first order when you use OOB at checkout. Remember to head to zbiotics.com 
slash OOB and use the code OOB at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Z-Biotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, we'll have David Johnson coming up at uh, 9.30 today. Want to say good morning, welcome in to you. Pecan pie day? Yes, sir. I love it. I love really good pecan pie. Is that uh, one of the Mount Rushmore Southern desserts? Yes. I think it has to be. I think so. I'm not personally a huge pecan fan, but it go, it's, it. it's the... When you think Southern sweet food, you think, like, to me, pecan pie... Banana pudding, you, apple pie. Do like, you put that under the country as cornbread umbrella? I think it has to be because it's a, it's a yeah. it's typically it's it's pie crust like chocolate and pecans like and it's never good for you. It's like eighty five million calories of sugar, and right? Like it and it's delicious. I haven't had a slice of pecan pie in a long time, but when you do have some pecan pie with a little bit of uh, ice cream. On van- a little vanilla, vanilla ice bean, cream yeah, on oh, top, yeah. and and maybe a snifter of Grand Marnier, knowing that I'm gonna just smash like a Tatawahe cigar from Havana Smoke Shop after I devour what I just described. That's a good evening, especially in like December when it's cold. Yes, I mean Thanksgiving and Christmas feel like pecan pie mainstays, yeah. right? Like that's yeah, kind yeah, of the yeah. go-to. Yeah, that's that's fair enough. So have you, you don't like pecans. I just don't, don't like really pecans. like pecan pie. Yeah. But have you had some in the last few years? Oh, yeah. My um, my aunt's mother is from Brookhaven and still um, lives there. She, when she's at this point, does not cook. But when she did cook, she made, everyone ever, ever said it's the best pecan pie they've ever had. Oh, My wow. dad would get, she'd make my dad like a whole pie, right, to take home, right? Like, it's, so it's, it's just. So it's fabulous. Yeah. It's knock you out. She's from Brookhaven. Of course it is. Yeah, but that's where you get like a. a a family recipe. I think she puts like 38 pounds of butter in it, right? <laughs> like, well, yeah. When you, when you can add that much butter and sugar, you're usually going to come out pretty, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. for the most part. Yeah. Reeves, do you like pecan pie? No, he's out. I don't right. think it's a very, like, I think pecan pie is something that a lot of people your age and my age older grew up yeah. eating. And I don't know how common, I feel like desserts have evolved a lot and it's, they have. it's more of a Southern tradition and they I don't have. know how many people eat it on a more right. Like it's not a regular, but, dessert. It's, but it's served in buffet blue plate. No, that is true. Like it's, yes. it's, it's right there with banana pudding. Uh, well, B3 does a, does a pecan pie. Yeah. Piece. So like that's, I think that is quintessential. talk about the B3. Dude, I eat their banana pudding all the time. Burgers, blues oh. and barbecue has an amazing banana pudding. Oh, it's so good. I literally got it. Do you like, like banana Friday. pudding? Yeah, Reeves is in on that. Yeah. Okay. All I'm right. a light something that has changed as I've gotten older, yeah. I'm a lighter dessert guy now. Yeah. I used yeah, to be yeah, heavy yeah. chocolate. I don't really eat heavy dessert, dessert. But but when I do, yeah. I agree with that. I'd rather have Unless, citrus again, and light. I'm splurging in the winter months. It's true. 
and you know I'm pairing it with a fun. There is something about like a you eat that big Thanksgiving meal and then you finish it off with that pecan pie. I get yeah. I get what you're saying. I banana mean, not, pudding yeah. is amazing. Yeah, I'd go for for banana pudding too. Or I I know you aren't this way. I'm a huge peach cobbler guy. I love peach cobbler. I like blackberry cobbler. I love that too. Okay, I really like all cobblers. But, to be honest, but uh, peach is not my my jam. Can I throw you a curve? That's funny. Can I throw you a curveball? And I, I get ridiculed by my family for this all the time. I grow, I don't know why I've done this, but it's just grown up. My aunt makes, fi- my aunt's a great baker. My aunt makes fire blackberry cobbler. I it's love delicious. it. I eat it with chocolate ice cream. It's incredible. That actually, it's amazing. I thought I was going to say that sounds terrible. It's but amazing. I think I would be open. So good to trying that. It's so good. If you go to Bob's, they do a blackberry cobbler, and they'll put the ice chocolate ice cream on there too. I've I, never yeah. been to Bob's. Really? No. I bet your daughter's been a ton. It's a very like teenage hangout yeah, type thing. Yeah, maybe my kids have been. Yeah. Um, they do That's it too, but... That's just not something that I would think about doing. Hot summer afternoon, you take a nice little date night, you just drive through, get you a little ice cream. Where is it? On County Line. Okay. It's just down from Edwin Watts' golf shop. I was just shop. on County Line yesterday. You just keep going down past Edwin Watts. I had and it's to on go the over there to see somebody. I can't remember. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember now. Yeah. I and love And then I dove in Little Cobbler. Tokyo. Ooh. And were you at Ding Hal last week? I was. You texted me. Yeah, I met some guys there. <laughs> Did you really? I love that. And and what I asked you, you what, asked me what soup, you, soup I get. I yeah. couldn't remember what Egg soup drop. I wanted. Egg drop soup. Yeah, yeah. So I did that, and uh, I, I I already had in my notes the salt and pepper chicken. Got to no no hot pepper shrimp. Salt shrimp. pepper shrimp. Hot yeah, pepper chicken. Salt. And pepper shrimp has become my favorite. Yeah. It's great because it's it, it's right up your alley because it's not saucy, it's not heavy. Yeah. There's no sauce on it. Yep, and and they have this sauce that they drop that I can I can dictate. You control absolutely how, how much I want on that that salt and pepper shrimp is oh, fire. Good. Nothing I've ever had at Ding Hao has been disappointing. And by the way, that's Everything the busiest I've ever seen them. Yeah, at lunch. Well, we we drive business. Yeah, if you want to be a part of the. <laughs> It's Yen, right? Yen. Yes, yes, she owns it. She texted me on National Egg Roll Day. She no, literally, she did I swear to God, I will pull it up. She said, it's National Egg Roll Day. <laughs> that is hilarious. You know, she wanted me to buy her house. Did I tell you that story? That's even better. I was sitting at the table with my parents and my brother and his wife. This was, uh, oh gosh, sometime last year. And she was trying to sell her house. And she was like, you want to buy a house? You want to buy my house? I was like, no, Yen, I don't want to buy your house. That is great. <laughs> She wanted to cater my brother's wedding, too. She's like, I can make so many egg rolls. Her, those, They're so good. Egg rolls are amazing. I could live there. I could eat there every day. I could eat. That is one food. I I can't eat many Well, you said Chick-fil-A. Egg rolls. You can't eat Chick-fil-A every day like some of these people can. Yeah. But yeah. egg rolls. Now, every now and then, I crave a Chick-fil-A sandwich. Yeah. But egg rolls, I could eat every day. Yeah. But I can't because of my age. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, egg rolls are so damn. You start good. looking like Andy Reid. Yeah, I don't want to do that. No, I want his bank account. Yeah, and his and his Super Bowl ring. I mean, he's, <laughs> he, he's made eighty million dollars. Yeah, but I don't. I don't know. I, I can't. That looks like. You know, I, it's funny you say that. I have watched NFL games over the years, and when they show Andy Reid, it makes me uncomfortable yeah. because he looks uncomfortable. Yeah. Although he's has lost weight recently, which is good. I know. I know. But, he's fluctuated yeah, back and but, forth. And, but and, he's a big boy. Yeah. yeah, he's the old. I mean, is school. Andy a guy that you could walk out it, on a on a blue plate special 
to to promote uh, uh, or a buffet. Go Hawks! Yes, sir. Do, do you? I mean, Andy Reid scoffs at buffet. I mean, he walks in. He's like, "Yeah, y'all think yeah. y'all challenged yeah. me?" If when he went to Vegas for the draft, uh, yeah, he he put some casinos on the on the red. You know what I Damn. mean? Damn, he ate more lobster than they knew what to do with. You know, there were a bunch of casinos that had uh, strongly considered not opening their buffets back. And people rioted. Um, <laughs> which would have been smart, but, you know, you you got you kind of got to appease that over 60 crowd that travels a lot mm-hmm. and plays slots. And the buffets, do you just leave it out there and they just go get it when they want it. Right. Yeah. It just kind of sits there yeah. all the time. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Can you believe the whole, the The whole idea... Of it just makes me. I grew up going to Shoney's with my grandparents. Oh, I, I, I think I did about that Shoney's buffet. Breakfast yeah, in in high school, my my grandmother, rest her soul, loved the liver and onions at Shoney's. <laughs> I don't want livers and onions from anywhere. Uh, Can you imagine? No, it sounds terrible. Liver but, and onions from Shoney's no, buffet. But but where Char is now, I grew up going to that Shoney's on the way to. See, I didn't even. I, I only I know kid. about that from rumors. I, it didn't exist right. when I was and, growing and up. And so that's where we would go. That's so funny. Before school, then when I was at MRA, it moved to County Line Road. Yep, and we would go there. Yeah, before school, I went to in high school. Me and my buddy went to Shoney's and got their Valentine's Day dinner for two because we needed to save money, and so we got a full meal for like twenty dollars for two people. For Valentine's and Day. you told me earlier that you and a buddy <laughs> smashed a 60-count of Chick-fil-A yeah. nuggets. In college, we got a tailgate tray from the Chick-fil-A in Startville, and we sat down in like over two hours. We played video games and ate 60 nuggets. That is incredible. It was incredible. It was so good. I'd do it again. No, I mean, I don't know how your digestive system worked, but I got a sushi story to tell you then, too, because it's wild as well. Okay. Well, maybe David Johnson has a sushi story. He doesn't strike me as the sushi guy. No, he's more blue plate, which is fine. Uh, Rebels 247, David Johnson coming up next on the Corona Premier Guest Line. We're live in the Bank Plus studio. You're listening to ESPN 105.9 The Zone and it is brought to you by Cypress Depot in Ridgeland. Back in a second. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, Are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. So it's it's uh, 
Macaroni and Cheese Day on Thursday. I'm thinking about, can we find two or three people that want to, what did Blake say? Their best version of their mac and cheese. And you could win, I don't know, 50 bucks cash, $50 gift certificate, and 50 bucks in merch. Bonus if you use Boar's Head products? If you use Boar's Head products. Just your your best version if you want to come in studio. You remember that Gouda, Boar's Head Gouda mac and cheese I made you? Yeah, it was unreal. I know. I know. Didn't you, you hate... put some pork belly in it? Yeah. Well, uh, it was fatty bacon. It wasn't a full pork oh, yeah, belly, yeah, okay, but it was, okay, okay. was boar's head bacon, yeah, yeah. which is thicker cut. Boar's head bacon and boar's head gouda. Okay. Speaking of, it's Nate's, uh, my guy at boar's head. It's, um, it's his birthday. Yeah. Our, Shout out. Our, our, our boar's head contact. And um, yeah, boar's head gouda cheese and boar's head bacon. And yeah. Blake made. Uh, mac and cheese, and it and I look. I'm not blowing smoke. It was fire. <laughs> it was unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, it really was. Did you call David or Paris? I called David. Okay, um, <laughs> I have done that before. Yeah, I, well, I mean, I know <laughs> it's easy to do in our business. Thinking about all the different people no, that I we didn't. have on, we're working to get him. So if someone wants to come in and cook their best version of mac and cheese on Thursday, just text us on the Ag Up Equipment text line, 601-885-3776. That's where you go to get your next John Deere tractor, Ag Up Equipment, any of their 17 locations, agup.com, Canton and Pearl. Um, your best version of of mac and cheese with boar's head products because they've got cheese premium meats everything everything you need yeah outside the pasta that's it that's all you gotta yeah yeah do you have a favorite type of pasta out of curiosity like bowtie linguine yeah is that where you're going alfredo or fettuccine i mean yeah uh i love pasta don't need as much of that anymore but i love bowtie the bowtie pasta at bravo Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's fabulous. Oh, incredible. It, it is. Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Hey, you can find um, an amazing selection of Boar's Head products, which is premium meats, cheeses, and hummus, at any of the corner market grocery stores um, in the state of Mississippi. Boar's Head, compromise elsewhere. Yeah, so if we can't find anybody, you may be tasked with making okay. uh, Boar's uh Boar's head mac and cheese again. We can do that. I'll make a different one, though. I'll make a different version. So. We can rock it out. I mean, mac and cheese is my, it's a go-to for me. I, I grew up eating mac and cheese all the time. And not the fancy kind. <laughs> like the craft out-of-the-box kind. All right. Um, live in the Bank Plus studio, we're having some phone issues right now. But we're going to work through those before we talk about Jonathan Mingo. And uh, Luke Altmeyer and Jackson Dart and Michael Trigg, among others. You're listening to Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. And the show is brought to you by the Banana Pudding at Burgers, Blues, and Barbecue. B3 in Madison, Banana Pudding. I've had it. Blake swears by it. It is really, really good. And uh, Blake likes to go with the onion rings and a burger and then the banana pudding. Uh, but you can't, you can't beat any number of things on the menu. Um, 
something else that I was thinking about. We are going to, it looks like I'm going to go to Atlanta next week, catch a little end of the SEC media days and the Atlanta Braves. Have you been to Tourist Park? Okay. I got to go. Do you, did you see the the crowds that they're pulling? It, it's unbelievable. Um, I mean, the Atlanta Braves are on an absolute roll as far as, you know, attendance numbers have have been insane. I haven't been to that park. I went to Fulton County, and I went to the other one. What was that called? can't remember. But, any, and there may have been one more before Truist, but got to head over to Atlanta. Let's ask our listeners. Um Ag Up Equipment text line, 601-885-3776. Um, have you been to Truist Park in Atlanta? And what did you think? I've got a Notre Dame question over here on the Ag Up Equipment text line. Do you think Notre Dame loses what's left of its mystique if it joins a conference? I guess my question would be 50 and over 50 and under, what is the mystique? There is none. Okay. 50 and over, 60 and over, there's a lot of the Notre Dame If they didn't have an NBC deal, no one under 50 would care. (laughs) I'm not even kidding. No one would care. Um, No one really cares anyway, but no one would really care if they didn't have the NBC deal. They still draw draw eyeballs. I, I don't think they've been playing an interesting brand of football for some time, but they are... You know, look, 66 of 68 games, a million-plus viewers, and 15 games of 5 million-plus viewers, which blows my mind. Yeah. Uh, considering I think they play a lot of crappy games. Um, and some of their teams that they normally have big marquee matchups with have not been good either. That's true. And that hurts them. Stanford and Southern Cal, yeah. that's a good point. They usually pull a service academy. I think they played Navy in Dallas or something yeah. within the last few years. Which, like, isn't a shot, but also is not that entertaining. It's not. Sorry. It's not. Yeah, so Notre Dame's mystique. I, I wonder how much muscle they'll have 40 and under, you know, people 40 and under going forward. They won't. Will they still carry the eyeballs for years and years to come? I don't know. We'll see. They have to be Mar- uh, Marcus Freeman, their new head coach, young guy, energetic, good recruiter. He has to be more exciting on offense. Remember that Mike Leach effect that we talked about yesterday with the new TV ratings that came out? Andy Staples dropped. Washington State had outdrawn teams like Utah, Oklahoma State, North Carolina in, in viewership numbers over the last seven years. That's what you need at Notre Dame. You need excitement that brings eyeballs regardless of who you're playing or what you're doing. Yeah, you need a a real dynamic quarterback and run a fun offense. Yeah. It doesn't have to be Mike Leach, Lane Kiffin, but it has to be better than what they've been doing. Even Brian Kelly. I mean, he was doing some things, but it still to me didn't. Does that worry you if you're an LSU fan that maybe Brian Kelly isn't as innovative offensively as you'd like to be? He is. He is old school, big 10 offensively. Is he more Jimbo Fisher offensively? I was Okay, is this fair? I was even almost more leaning, like, yeah, less miles-ish? I don't know. He feels like a Big Ten run offense. I mean, everything they do 
at Notre Dame over the last 10 years under Brian Kelly has been establish run, play defense, you know, not be explosive in the pass game. Which worked in 2010 and 11 to an extent if you have the right talent. But in today's game, you have to be able to pass the ball. You have to go vertical. Yeah. I mean, look, Mississippi State, we've talked about it all the time. But when Mississippi was the State last wins. time Notre Dame had a dynamic QB? Joe Montana? Brady Quinn? <laughs> he was good, overrated. Ron Paulus or whatever his name was that Bino Cook said would, was it him that he said would, would win all the national championships? Who was the kid that they signed that his brother played at Tennessee? Um, I don't, I don't, oh, I can't remember, but he was from California, showed up in like a limo and frosted highlighted hair. I don't remember what his name, but his his brother played at Tennessee too. I'm pretty sure both of them started. Notre Dame. Clawson? Yes. Jimmy Clawson was yes. Notre Dame. And uh Kerry Clawson at Tennessee? What was I don't remember the Tennessee uh-huh. one. But I think it he Clawson was he the one that Kiffin made better? I think so. His last year we had him on right when Kiffin was hired. Yeah, I believe that's correct. It may not have been him. So but. I guess your best quarterbacks ever from Notre Dame would be Joe Theisman and Joe, Joe Montana. That's it. Really? Yeah. That's all they've had. Joe Theismann and Joe Montana. They, You know, they didn't even want to start Joe Montana, even though he kept playing well. Yeah. Wild when I well, was watching that documentary. Casey Clawson at Tennessee. Okay. I knew it was a C word. Okay. All right. We're going to go to the Corona Premier Guest Line, talk a little Ole Miss football, and uh, maybe some of their top recruits that will have an immediate, not just transfer portal guys like Michael Trigg, um, and maybe Jackson Dart, who knows. But uh, some of their top recruits, we've got David Johnson, Rebels 247. He joins us on the uh, Corona Premier guest line. Uh, David, I'm going to kind of run through a list of, just a quick list of guys, and I'd like to get your thoughts on um, immediate impact or down-the-road the impact. And I wanted to start with Xavion uh, Harris, defensive lineman. Yeah, I think down the road. Ole Miss has a lot of depth on the defensive front this year. And, uh, you know, it's kind of hard to see Xavier breaking in, uh, you know, this season with the transfer portal guys that they added to that D-line when you're talking about J.J. Peggy's, Kari Coleman, Jared Ivey, guys like that, plus guys returning like Katie Hill, Cedric Johnson. Uh, so I would say down the line with Xavier Harris. Okay. Now, what about Jeremiah Dillon, wide receiver? Yeah, again, another one down the line. Um, you know, when you look at what Ole Miss uh, did, they tried to address some needs at receiver through the transfer portal. Uh, they have Jordan Watkins, who came in from Louisville, Jalen Robinson from Central Florida. Jonathan Mingo's back. They've got a cast of guys with more experience than Jeremiah Dillon. Dillon has a lot of speed. There's no doubt about it. You can always utilize speed, but again, I would think that's a down-the-line type of guy. Okay. All right, I know A.J. Finley is the star in the back end at safety, and actually the secondary is going to be a strength um, for Ole Miss. Uh, What about Taylor Groves? Yeah, I think Taylor could contribute this year in the rotation back there. You know, he – He's kind of versatile. You know, he could play safety. I mean, you could even move him out to corner if you had to. Uh, he'd be a big corner, but I think he could play it with his athleticism. Uh, and athleticism, you know, gets you on the field sooner. And he's got that. He's a very serious kid. 
he's going to get in the playbook. He'll be uh, he'll be ready if needed. Okay, well that's exciting right there. So uh, AJ Finley, what what is the uh, you know what's the ceiling for this young man at, at safety for Ole Miss this year? Yeah, AJ is such a class act, just a first class individual, highly intelligent. It shows in his play on the field, um, and to me, you know. Those are some of the the qualities, you know, outside of his outstanding ability to play football that NFL scouts look for. And I think AJ, with a big year, he could work in way his way into being a third, fourth round draft selection. Um, definitely the leader back there. There's some other guys like Tysheem Johnson that that are going to be stars. But uh, you know, AJ has uh, he started. Uh, Man, I want to say every game for the last two years, and he's he's definitely going to be a starter this year. Um, he, he's kind of a magnet for the football, and um, I think he's going to have a great year. I think he's got a future beyond the SEC playing the game of football. Uh, David Johnson, Ole Miss insider on the Corona Premier Guest Line, 247 Sports, talking Ole Miss football. Uh, the front part of the schedule is fantastic. The yeah. back end is going to be uh, where they make hay and going to be a challenge. So, on your board, if you had to poll it today, I know you can't give it to me exact, but if you had to poll it, how do you think everybody, where do you think it sits with, with Dart and, and Altmeyer as far as where, where your board, the fans think, who, who will be the guy? You know, I would think, and just kind of sticking my finger in the wind, that most everybody is still under the impression that uh, Jackson Dart is going to get his act together, you know, in, in fall camp at some point and surge ahead and become the starter for this football team. But as you mentioned, with the schedule being so light early on, you know, if Wayne wanted to, he could take this quarterback battle roaring all through the month of September. Um, and, and, and everything would be fine if he needs more time to figure it out. But, um, you know, it, in my opinion, though, you know, Luke Oldmeyer showed Moxie. You know, he knew what Ole Miss was doing. They were they were recruiting another quarterback and a guy to come in and definitely give him competition and a guy to come in to probably kind of become the starter. Luke hung in there, fought like heck all through spring ball and honestly had the best spring. I don't think anybody will argue that he had the better spring. Not that he had a great spring, but he had a better spring than Jackson Dart. You know, at times when I when I watch Dart play, it's just his mechanics just kind of seemed out of whack. And, and that may be unfair to a kid who probably had not unpacked all his bags mm-hmm. while he was going through spring football at Ole Miss. But, you know, I, I think it's the storyline of fall camp, no doubt about it, as to who's going to take the first snap on September the 3rd when they play Troy. Um, you know, I, right now I'd call it a coin toss. I really would. I mean, you know, Lane Kiffin is going to play the guy that gives him the best chance to win the football game, period. Um, you know, but he's also shown he's got a tendency to hang with a guy. I mean, even when you go back to the whole Matt Corral deal and you go back to the 2020 season when Matt threw, I think, six interceptions against Arkansas. And Look, every Ole Miss fan in the country was screaming at their TV set, put John Rice Plumley in the game. Lane did not do that. He stuck it out with Matt Corral. He came to Matt Corral after that game, and he said, you are my guy. 
And Mets even said, you know, that was a big building block in his career for him to go ahead and take off. So it's going to be fun to see what Lane does with the quarterback situation. He's definitely got a controversy on his hands right now. And, um, you know, we'll see when he decides uh, who's going to who's gonna do what. But for my money, I'm saying we're probably not going to know who the true starter is until that first Saturday in October when the Kentucky Wildcats come to Oxford. Okay. I mean, I, just, that, I could see that. You know, Troy, yeah, this is Troy Central Arkansas at Georgia Tech and Tulsa. You know, yeah. you could really boat race three of four, if not four of four. And um, put up a bunch of – both of them could play a lot, um, throw up big numbers, and like you said, start to maybe settle in on the Tulsa game to identify the starter for Kentucky, right? Maybe that yeah, could happen. that's, that's, that's kind of what I would say is going to happen. But, um, you know, we are talking about Lane here, and if Lane sees something – sparkle in one or the other he may go ahead and make the choice but i personally think he's going to play this thing out through the month of september okay uh david johnson rebels 247 on the uh corona premier guest line as far as high school recruiting is there what do you tell me a guy or guys that you're looking at over the next few weeks i know uh prospects will be back on campus in a few weeks is there a guy that you're looking at that say, hey, this could be the next commitment? You know, that's so hard to say right now, particularly when you're talking about high school kids, simply because, you know, we're in a different landscape than we were two years ago. I mean, you know, for us to pretend NIL and dollars do not matter to these high school guys, we're we're just kidding ourselves. And it does. And, um, you know, so, um, you know, you've seen Ole Miss be real close, unlike Jaden Rashada. And, you know, the the money got obscene, absurd. So he went to Miami. Um, you know, and I think Lane is handling this the right way, Bo. Uh, you know, you're talking about when you look at Alabama, Georgia, LSU, Texas A&M, I mean, look, their NIL deals are structured towards these high school guys. And, um, you know, that could be smart or could not be so smart. Ole Miss is really – kind of aiming their NIL towards the transfer portal. And we don't know if that's smart yet. On paper, it looks smart because they finished with the number two transfer uh, portal recruiting class in the country. And, I mean, they've got superstars all over the field. The question is, you know, how do those guys meld into the already established locker room? Um, You know, none of them played together last year. They were on different teams. And, uh, how quickly do they come together as one? Because I know that might sound cliche, but that means something in football. It definitely means something. You just saw an Ole Miss baseball team win a national championship because they got the feeling it. When will this team feel it? I think that's another big question. Probably the second biggest question I have about this team going into the year is, uh, you know, first, who's going to play quarterback? Secondly, when will all these new faces come together as one? Okay. Well, at least you got a lot of time with the way the schedule lines up. True. And, okay. Well, uh, who do you consider, I mean, I know Derek Nix is still there. It may be somebody else. Who do you consider the best recruiter on the staff, David? Chris Partridge. I think Chris Partridge, the uh, co-defensive coordinator, 
hands down. Uh, if Chris wants somebody, nine times out of ten, he's going to get him, um, and he's going to go after them hard. Um, but, yeah, I would say Chris Partridge. I mean, I think, uh, you know, he went up to New Jersey in this offseason and recruited a high school kid named Davis Igman, Davison Igbignosen, a cornerback. And, uh, you know, this kid's going to be something special. He got here early, flashed in the spring, will definitely be a part of their corner rotation. Um, yeah, I mean, look, Derek Nick's a great recruiter, and we're real used to him here in Oxford, and we all know him very well. But uh, Chris Partridge, to me, uh, yeah, if I had to pick one guy to say, go get me a player, that'd be the guy. And do you believe, we'll wrap it up with this, David, do you believe that Michael Trigg could be have as big of impact as Elijah Moore did? Yes, and for a couple of reasons. Number one, when Lane has talent at the tight end position, he has always utilized it. And, and utilized it extensively. Michael Trigg is one of the most extraordinarily talented individuals that I've ever seen play football. And I've only seen him through the spring. The guy is a physical specimen. He's built like a tight end. He runs like a receiver. He has great soft hands, can leap out of the building. Um, I don't think it matters who's throwing in the football. Michael Trigg, I think is my odds-on favorite to be the newcomer in the SEC this year. Uh, he's going to be the new guy everybody's talking about. I don't think it takes him any time to get going. I expect he'll have a huge game against Troy on September the 3rd, and everybody will start paying attention to Michael Trigg. You know, he had some injury issues last year at USC as a true freshman, or I think he would have blown up last year. And, uh, you know, there's some there's some talk. You know, you hear some people going, look, it was Trigg that Ole Miss hit the grand slam with, not Jackson Dart in getting those two guys to come to Ole Miss from USC. Now, you know, that's not an indictment on Jackson Dart at all. That's just how good Michael Trigg is capable of being. Bam, we'll leave it there. David Johnson, Rebels 247, 247 Sports on the Out of Bounds Show and the Corona Premier Guest Line. Thanks, David. We appreciate you, man. Thanks for having me on, Bo, as always. Live in the Bank Plus studio for the last three hours. Now we're going to run out of here and go get some banana pudding and burgers, blues, and barbecue in B3. All right? And I want you to have a good day. Man, we've got uh, a couple of days here this week that are going to be pretty cool with, I think, what we've got lined up. I'm excited. Oh, Tom Luganbill will be back, by the way. He's been on the road. Luganbill will be back on the show Thursday, but then he'll start his Monday hits again. So Luganbill on Thursday. Thanks for listening. We'll see you tomorrow.